0: Welcome back to another episode of FN Sports Bets brought to you by the Drive-In Network. I am your co-host Frankie Langer, bringing you guys a special Sunday prop episode, you know, around Halloween and these are some good games and I woke up this morning and took a look at them and realized that there are a lot of good props that I like this week so I decided to get out a little content to you guys on this Sunday morning before any games start. First game I want to get into here is the Minnesota Green Bay game uh so aaron jones is out this week and jamal williams is obviously going to be the feature back for the packers for him to score uh has a minus 143 odds if you pair it with a green bay win it's minus 119 and if you pair it with green bay covering minus six it's plus 216 i feel pretty confident about jamal williams scoring in general today just because of the weather knowing that it's getting colder at least here in michigan it's starting to snow um the packers will be playing like a A team that thinks they have a high-flying offense and want to sling the ball around, which means getting the running game is going to be really important today. And Jamal Williams is a solid running back, and he may not be exactly like Aaron Jones, but he is pretty shifty and he's a tough runner. And I think that getting the ground game going today in Green Bay is going to be huge, even for things like play action. And um, I feel confident that Green Bay will win today. And I think that uh, picking them to cover... Uh, wouldn't be the worst play because it's only minus six. It's not like it's a seven and a half point spread or an eight point spread. Uh, but I feel confident about, confident about Jamal Williams scoring today again. Him to score is minus 143. You pair it with a Green Bay win, it's minus 119. And then you pair it with Green Bay covering minus six is plus 216. So I feel pretty good about those. Uh, no, you know, you want to pick one? Go for it. The next game uh, that I see some props in is the uh, Seattle San Francisco game. I think that this game is being played in Seattle, if I'm remembering correctly, Uh, and I am. It is San Francisco playing in Seattle. Seattle's a one and a half point favorite. And I think that that's a cover by them. I think Seattle covers here minus one and a half. I think I must've said that they are gonna win or Nathan and I discussing this last week, it's hard to just keep remembering your picks off the top of your head. Um, but I like Seattle here, even if that's contradictory to what I said, uh, on the podcast. So if you pair Seattle covering minus one and a half with the first half total going under 27, this is plus 200. Um, why I like the first half going under 27 is that's kind of what I've seen from Seattle. And I may be misspeaking and I'm not going to just pull up stats right now because that would indicate One, I don't really know what I'm talking about. And also, I'd have to just type it in. There'd be some great silence because it's just me today. Um, I I mean, to be fair, I did tell Nathan I was going to do this. That wasn't supposed to be a shot. Um, No, it sounded like it. So, (laughs) going back to what I was saying, what I have noticed about Seattle is that the second half of their games, especially when you're playing a division rival... Um, The second half gets really crazy, but the first half is kind of like this slow, methodical figuring out what each team is going to do, and um, especially when you're playing a defense like the 49ers have, and what we saw last week, the way they kind of stagnate offenses and stagnated that Patriots offense, which again, I'm not comparing the Patriots offense to this uh, Seattle offense, but um, San Francisco did a great job last week, and so... um, Kind of have a feeling the first half of this game is going to be a little slower than people think. Second half is going to ramp up. Seattle, minus 1.5. And the first half total going under 27. This is a plus 200. Staying in this game, I like Greg Olson to have two or more catches. It's only a minus 250. But uh, all the weapons that Seattle has, I think, at least initially, uh, the 49ers are going to do some things to really uh, cover, cover up Tyler Lockett, cover up DK Metcalf as much as possible at least. And I think that uh, the fact that Nick Bosa is out indefinitely for this season and Greg Olson at the line of scrimmage might not be getting jammed like he would. Um, I kind of like his veteran mentality against Fred Warner in the middle. Obviously, Fred Warner is a fantastic linebacker, and he's fast and agile, makes great tackles and can cover. But I kind of feel like uh, Russell Wilson's going to need a safety blanket tonight at some point. Safety blanket or security blanket. One of those two, man. They're both ass blankets, whatever. Uh, And uh, Sorry, I got myself off track with that comment. Um, Yeah, I think early in this game or late in this game, one of the two, uh, Greg Olson will be kind of getting open, whether it's on a third and two late in the game or kind of establishing dominance in the middle of the field or kind of, you know, in the window between the defensive line linebackers. I think Greg Olson poses a pretty good threat tonight. Um... Now, I'm not saying he's going to catch a touchdown or anything like that but look out for him tonight especially with uh the defense that the 49ers have and DK Metcalf and Tyler Lockett and among other uh receiving threats for the Seattle Seahawks. Uh next game I want to get into is Philly uh or sorry Dallas at Philly. Uh if you look at the receiving yards there's kind of a head to head That is Amari Cooper uh, versus Greg Ward, and I think that's an easy pick that Amari Cooper is going to have more yards. I'm not saying that Dallas is going to win, but I think that uh, given what Dallas is going to have to, or who they're going to have to rely on uh, offensively, obviously I saw this week Greg Ward is projected to have a good amount of points as a flex if you're into fancy. I think that he may have catches or, um, you know, he may have a catch on the goal line or you know, we saw last week he scored a touchdown, um, and he's he's very good in the red zone, I've seen with jump balls, and obviously, if you don't know Greg Ward's story, it's a really good one. He was a, a quarterback at Houston, uh, obviously made the transition to the NFL to play receiver. Uh, I'm not sure if he was drafted as a quarterback, but I think last year, two years ago, when the Eagles had a crazy amount of injuries, it seems like they have that every year, but there was a real bad year, and he really stepped up as a receiver, and is now like To me just looks like an NFL receiver It's pretty incredible the position change he made With that being said uh, I think that this Cowboys team in order to get their Like get a rhythm going today Especially with a new quarterback in Ben DiNucci I think that's going to be a lot of quick stuff A lot of slants, a lot of you know Bubble screens, smoke screens uh, to Amari Cooper And that's kind of how you get A young quarterback in a rhythm Not only a young quarterback, a rookie quarterback A 7th round pick who you know transferred in college Like this is a story that Um, it'd be really rare for Ben DiNucci to just come in and they don't have to kind of get him in a rhythm with Amari Cooper. I'm sure they've been practicing a lot of plays this week knowing exactly uh, how they want to get Amari the ball. And this is all just kind of like a manifestation of what I believe is going to happen. Again, Greg Ward could come out and catch six balls for 130 yards and a touchdown. But Amari Cooper to have more receiving yards than Greg Ward is minus 244. And I know that's, like, you know, not crazy good, but um, if you pair it with something, it could really uh, be beneficial. When you look at these, like, small prop bets and places where there's not a ton of money versus, you know, comparing it to a money line or a spread or just a a normal over-under, you can really slip by with getting some good odds here. Um, Right now, as I'm just looking at the screen and looking at these – Look at what I'm talking about right under, uh, Amari Cooper versus Greg Ward head to head in receiving yards. There's also Amari Cooper versus Travis Fulgram. Uh, I hope I'm pronouncing that right for mo- most receiving yards and Amari is plus 110 on this. And I think that could also be a good play. I'm not as confident because of how Fulgram has been playing. Obviously I hope I'm saying his name right, but I do know he's number 13 on the Eagles and, uh, went to Old Dominion, and I'm not sure if he's a rookie or a second year, but um, he's come on. But if you have any confidence in the Cowboys tonight kind of getting started offensively, I'd take Amari Cooper to have more receiving yards than Fulgrim or Ward. Obviously, I feel better about uh, Amari Cooper having more receiving yards than Greg Ward here, but uh, a lot will be revealed tonight with this Philly-Dallas game, and uh, could be a dumpster fire, could be a good one. I'm really excited to see how Ben DiNucci plays, and I know I kind of ragged on that this was the Sunday night game uh, on the podcast, on the show this last week, but, um, you know, as it gets closer, I'm excited. I'm excited to see changes, see this Cowboys team and how they respond this week. Let's get into the last game that I see some good prop bets in, Um, and this is the Steelers game. Uh, This game is played in Baltimore. It's Pittsburgh at Baltimore. Uh, i not sure if this line has moved since we recorded this last week, but um, right now I see Pittsburgh is plus four. And if you pair that with their total points for the game, which uh, is, I'm sorry, this is just ridiculous. <laughs> Vegas has Pittsburgh scoring over under 20 points for the entire game. Um, and I think that's pretty disrespectful. I think that's, um this offense has shown the Steelers offense has shown that they can be explosive they have tons of weapons it's not like their running game is crazy good but they have a solid running game but I mean when you look at Claypool and Juju Smith-Schuster and Deontay Johnson I think that's who it is number 18 um among you know James Conner in the screen game and uh there's a lot of options here Ben Roethlisberger has been playing well this year. Obviously, they're the only still undefeated team. Um, so I think that them scoring only 20 points in this game is pretty low. I think they'll at least score 21 points. Um, I even think this could be a 28-24 game or a 31-24 game. Uh, I think this game or this, yeah this game has the potential to be a really good one. Again, this is the game I thought should be the Sunday night game. So that being said, if you pittsburgh's total points going over 20 and you also parlay it with pittsburgh covering plus four which i like here just because of how competitive this game is going to be in the afc north that is plus 116 odds i think that's one of my favorites for today again pittsburgh's total points going over 20 not first half not like total first half points of the teams combined like they're saying that uh, Pittsburgh's only going to score 20 or less points, or 19 or less points in this game. I think that that's really low. Pittsburgh scores over 20, and I like them to cover here plus four. If you want to pair it with Baltimore covering, that's fine. But um, Baltimore's total points this game is 24. This could be a 28 24 game. I'm not going to. Uh, that 4 point gap is risky so i just like pittsburgh here uh whatever you want to pair it with but i like them going over 20 points the whole game i'm thinking every betting site has something like this where there's total points for a team uh or i could just be using a real sketchy one um my last prop bet for today is lamar jackson's rushing yards uh the his over under for this game is 53 if you look at uh these first six weeks of the 2020 season uh week one he had 45 against cleveland 16 the next week nope sorry 16 carries 54 yards against houston the next 83 against kansas city in their loss uh 53 at washington three at cincinnati or against cincinnati should i say and then 108 last week and so you know, if you look at the statistics here and you look at four out of his six games Lamar Jackson says this year so far, he has went over 43, sorry, 53 rushing yards. Geez, got a lot of numbers on the mind. Um let me reiterate, Four out of his six games, Lamar Jackson's this year, he's went over 53 rushing yards. I don't think he goes over 53 this week. Uh this Steelers defense looks incredible they look like they're the number one defense in this league right now uh they hit the quarterback they rush the quarterback they stop the run they stop they stop the pass whether it's at the line of scrimmage or just covering people up on the back end they hit hard they look just like a 2007 uh Steelers defense they even kind of remind me of like the Legion of Boom in some ways especially with the Minka Fitzpatrick trade that happened last year that changed everything for the Steelers in my eyes um TJ Watt uh, looks incredible, and I'm wondering how they're going to kind of spy or try and contain Lamar Jackson. With that being said, Lamar Jackson is an incredible athlete, uh, might be one of the fastest quarterbacks in the league right now, very elusive, um, but this Steelers defense is is really, really good, and given the weather or whatever will happen this game and kind of those little outlying factors, I just get the feeling that Lamar's going to be bottled up run-wise, and uh, that doesn't mean it'll be all game. I'm sure that initially uh, in the first couple drives of series, Lamar is going to convert on third downs by scrambling and things like that. But given towards the end of the game when Lamar's really gonna have to start making some throws uh, and whether you know the Steelers get sacks or they're able to somehow contain Lamar with a spy or kind of mushing the rush, I think that Lamar's gonna have under 53 rushing yards against uh, this Pittsburgh defense that has looked very good this year. Um, so let me run through what all I said real quick and a couple props um, Like Jamal Williams to score for Green Bay that's minus 143 pair it with a Green Bay win It's minus 119 you pair it with a Green Bay covering minus six that is plus 216 Like Seattle the cover minus one and a half and uh, the first half total points for both teams being under 27 That's plus 200 again If you want to throw Greg Olsen in there with two or more catches, that's minus 250 something good to pair with a game uh, look at Philly and Dallas, uh, which is actually being played in Philly. Dallas at Philly. Wreckyard Amari Cooper versus Greg Ward. Uh, that, oh man, I don't have it up on my screen. Ooh, that's a rookie move. I apologize. Um, oh boy, hold on. I was on such a roll, such a roll. Okay. Amari Cooper versus Greg Ward receiving yards. Amari Cooper is minus 244 for having more receiving yards than Greg Ward. If you look at Amari Cooper versus Travis Fulgram, who's uh, been a pretty productive receiver for Philly, Amari Cooper is plus 110 for having more receiving yards than Travis Fulgram. I like that one too. A little more risky, but uh, I especially like Amari Cooper versus Greg Ward. Even if Greg Ward scores a touchdown tonight, I don't think he'll have more yards than Amari Cooper, especially if this game turns into a garbage time type game. Um, and then last game uh, Pittsburgh in Baltimore Pittsburgh's total points will go over 20 if you pair it with a Pittsburgh plus four covering it's plus 116 and Lamar Jackson under 53 rushing yards this is something that I didn't even uh, give the odds on when I started talking about it which is good that I'm going back through all this Um, Lamar Jackson 53 or more rushing yards oh boy Wait a minute. Well, this is neat. I mean, that's minus five twenty-six for over under, rushing yards. Uh, maybe that's not the best. Maybe that's not the best one to do unless you're really slinging some cash around. Um, regardless, I still think Lamar Jackson will go. Will go under fifty-three rushing yards. I don't think anyone should be betting on this at this point. I mean, if you're pairing it with something crazy, minus. 576 I mean that sounds good But Huh Okay Well that Lamar take was nothing But we'll talk about it more this week uh, Just wanted to get out a couple props this Sunday morning One lever let everyone know Happy Halloween A little late One day late But uh, Now we're heading into Thanksgiving season Thanksgiving football And uh, November football is always fun to bet on And uh, Happy betting We'll come at you this week with another episode just checked some stats this morning, and we have 122 total downloads of this podcast just through all the material we've put out. Again, I just personally want to say thank you. Uh, we have a lot of fun doing this and talking about it. And um, Again, if you want to rate or subscribe, uh, you can do that on Apple Podcasts or anywhere that uh, podcasts are found for you. We're thinking about starting like a little email so people can send in questions and things like that and see if we can broaden this show out a little bit at all. Um, But we're both terrified that if we make some sort of email, no one's going to send anything. So we just keep, you know, telling people to email this email or, you know, uh, go to our our Twitter page and no one's going to go there. So we're still figuring that out, uh, but we're having fun doing this regardless. We appreciate anyone listening. Happy betting. Have a good Sunday. We'll see you guys next week.